Big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview. Good day and welcome to the SL Podcast. The conclusion of the Glad Africa Championship was remarkable not only for the fact that it went down to the final day with the title being decided on goal difference, but also for the fact that the winners, Swallow FC, have returned to the top flight for the first time since 2015. In fact, the last time they played premiership football, their neighbors, Kaiser Chiefs, won the league title. After a remarkable comeback to snatch automatic promotion, the Dubai Birds have returned to the top flight. And today I'm joined by Swallows FC Club Chairman David Mohashwa to discuss their plans for the coming season, the plan for the club coach Brandon Trutzer and how the club plans to introduce youth players into the team. Before we get into this show, a quick word from our sponsors over at Cadbury. Cadbury FC hashtag Taste the Action is back. Join host Andilen Lube and some of the legends of English football, including Bafana Bafana and Manchester United legend Quinton Fortune at the exclusive Cadbury Taste the Action experience. To find out more, head over to sokoladuma.co.za or pick up a copy of our paper for only four rand. Kickoff is at 6 p.m. on September 17th. But now that we've got that out of the way, let's get into the show. I'm your host, Slu Paho, and this is The Big Interview. It is my absolute pleasure to be joined on the line by chairperson of newly promoted Swallows FC, David Mohashwa. David, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, thanks. And how are you? All good, all good. Now, at the beginning of the season, the mandate was, of course, to return to the Premiership. Mission accomplished. And now, what would you say is the new target for the Dubai Birds as they enter the top flight, so to speak? The new mandate is for the team to go and compete, but also make sure that they stay in the safe zone because we don't want to go into the PSL and then be threatened with relegation. We have to make sure that we stay in the safe zone, but not sleep, but compete. Definitely. Uh, now you have some crucial players that were with you on loan. Uh, given Tibedi, we saw Sizwe Twala, uh, Dumeleng Shopani and uh, Gahiso Malinga. Now I did see Malinga is staying. Um, how crucial is it that you sign the others for the coming season at least? And, and, and what's the progress been on that end? It is very crucial. Um, there has been some pro- 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 progress. We spoke to Kaiser Chiefs. Unfortunately, because they don't have a coach and they're looking for a coach. So ideally, they'd like all the players that are out on loan to return back to camp so that the new coach can assess and make a decision. But I'm confident that um, one of them will be back. And I think Tibet will be that one that comes back here. Now, I'm also assuming that they're probably waiting for that uh, FIFA judgment to come back to know if they're able to to, to sign more players. So I guess we'll see see how that goes. Uh, But, uh, you know, considering that the season is less than a month away, um, apart from those guys, do you think that uh, you guys need to strengthen ahead of the new campaign? We are strengthening. Yesterday, I left the office at about 8 o'clock. We were busy with negotiations and uh, doing the numbers. So today, we should be finalizing some signatures on the key players that the coach wants because he gave us a list of about 16 players. So we hope that uh, by Friday, we have finalized everything and then he's ready for his presence starting next week. Fantastic news. So, you know, speaking of Brandon Truter, you have said he'll remain in charge for the next season. So now I think of teams like Liverpool and now even Arsenal, where the coach has a kind of three, four year plan and a vision, a clear path. Uh, Is Truter one of those coaches or is it a season by season type of situation? 
we, we actually prefer that he becomes one of those coaches. We want him to also be uh, uh, Alex Ferguson of, of uh, South Africa. You know, we want him to remain with Soros because for a club to succeed, I'll give you an example with a local club. Look at Mamelodi Sundowns. They're doing very well because Pito has been there. He created a culture and there's a Mamelodi Sundowns culture. It's a Sundowns way, you know. So we want somebody that's going to do that and Truta is that person. And you can see that with our contracts. We had to because after the bubble, no one had a contract at Solo. So he started signing contracts. We started with Cheese Boy being the captain. Cheese Boy has signed a two-year contract with another two-year option because mm. he's still fit and fresh. And we believe that Cheese Boy has a lot to offer. He's done with football. We are not discarding him. He's now becoming part of the technical team. So he will be a solo forever. So he signed his contract yesterday, a solid two years and option of two years. And it is still, the option is too much. He cannot, his legs can't carry him anymore. We're saying, cheese boy, join the development, join the technical team, come and work with us. Oh, that's fantastic stuff. So you guys are, are kind of rebuilding the old culture of Swallows back from, from the ground up, essentially, because last season you, you started afresh, basically. Uh, so so, so that's, that's, that's great to hear. We're building it from the ground up, brick by brick. You know, we're not, uh, we're not under pressure, so we're doing everything. Um, we know we think about it, give it a serious thought, and then uh, apply our mind, then sign the players. And as I say, we're not signing a one-month season. We're taking them on a long-term contract. Now, we saw both with Swallows and Sundowns that you have to fight until the end of any campaign. And Swallows' comeback was particularly impressive. 16 points out of 18 uh, potential in the bubble. Heading into that bio bubble, what were the conversations and discussions with Truta and the team like? Because you obviously had a deficit that you had to make up. You know, it was a bit frustrating because, you know, going into the bubble was uh, something new, something that has never been done before. And our players were, you know, mentally they were tired. They were, they were exhausted mentally. We had to make sure that these guys are given support. We started the bubble long before other teams started the bubble. We started testing long before other teams started testing. And I think our team has done about eight tests into the bubble. So we had spent a lot of money, a lot of preparation, and we over-prepared, but the results are there showing that we've over-prepared. So that's why it was not even difficult for us to say the three million that we've won, as management, we don't deserve it. It's for you players because you've spent this time in the bubble. Your family has spent time away, you know, without you. So go and enjoy the money with them. So we made sure that they, they are looked after. Uh, you stated on Twitter recently, dear other clubs, we are kindly asking you to release our fans, please. And I'm seeing jer uh, jerseys on my timeline almost every day. How has the support grown over the past year? <laughs> I must tell you, we are overwhelmed. You know, on uh, on Saturday when uh, Sundowns won the league, I don't know what happened in Nashurena, but between <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, we received over 1,000 application forms for membership. My staff is still busy capturing those applications, so we are we are overwhelmed. The supporters uh, the supporters are coming back. We are hoping that um, we don't disappoint them on the first game because the first game is very crucial. Yeah. So if you can get three points on the first game, our supporters will be happy. You will see the numbers growing fast. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure it shouldn't be too much to ask because, you know, usually preseason is, is quite a bit, but essentially preseason this time around is last season because it was just now. It was, you know, uh, end of August and, and you will begin uh, at the beginning of October. When do preparations for the new season start in terms of training and that sort of thing? Preparations will start next week. The coach was given time off together with his players. 
He was in Cape Town. Uh, he's uh, returning back to Joburg on Thursday. Then Monday, he starts the pre-season. We want to make sure that uh, he's well prepared. He's happy with his players. Because the reason why we cut his holiday short is to make sure that the list that he gave us, he's happy with that list and he's satisfied that the people that we are signing are the people that he wants. Because at Swallows, we don't um, impose decision on the, on the coach. We hire a coach as their coach. We want this from you. And he tells us what he wants. We give it to him. So there's never been a chance uh, or a time where we went to the coach with a list and say, this is your starting 11. We don't do that at Swallows. And there was only one, um, if I remember correctly, where... I went into the change room. That was only once because I was not happy with the player and I was not going to change the lineup. I was going to tell them what we are expecting out of the game. And that is the game we played with uh, Royal Eagles in KZN. Mm. And then they ended up winning 3-1 because they were, um, it was a draw at halftime and I was not happy with how they were playing. So that's the only time I went into the change room. That was it. And then the result came. So we don't interfere with the coach. We want him to do his work freely so that he can deliver. You know, one of the um, things that, that that makes the PSL and the top flight so special is also the possibility of youngsters coming in. We see teams like uh, Bidvest Vitz, uh, Supersport United have done it for years, even uh, Chiefs and Pirates and Sundowns to a certain extent, where the youth coming up is something that everyone always keeps an eye on. What are Swallow's plans in terms of youth development moving forward? You know, I always say this, and I hope people don't take it as a as an insult or or me being arrogant, because I'm not. When I say that Solos is not this Solos is no longer a retirement village. We want the young players. We want the future of Solos. We want players that will come to Solos and say, "I want to play for Solos," and we say, "You are good enough. Let's give you a five year contract." Because when we do that, not only do we benefit Swallows, but we also benefit the national team. The national team needs players that will carry the national team forward and bring back the glory days and pride. We cannot keep talking about a 96 Bafana. You know, yes, they were fantastic, but that has come and gone. We need to create a new era where players are playing very hard and are dedicated to their teams so that the national team can benefit out of that dedication. 100%. Uh, last year, you stated that there was an issue with FIFA that stopped you from officially changing the name to Morocco Swallows. Has that been sorted or is it still a legal matter? It is still a legal matter, my brother, because it is. Um, we cannot deal with it directly with ego. Because remember, the switching happened at FIFA. And FIFA also had their input on the matter. And when when the sitting uh, when there's a sitting on a legal matter, there are costs of the the, the the litigation costs and all those things. So FIFA has their own costs. Igor Alves has, the, has his own costs. So we I have started negotiations with the with the agent of Igor, and that started last year already. It's not something that started yesterday. We started it last year, but I have made them aware that. Because we are a club member of PSL and PSL is affiliated to SAFA, we have to go through those channels to make sure that we don't step on anyone's toes, number one. Number two, that the problems that we're trying to resolve is resolved 100% and there are no issues. So that matter is being attended to via SAFA to make sure that we deal with the Ego Alves matter and then the SAFA issue and the FIFA issue as well. So, you know, this is one of the oldest clubs uh, in South Africa. And we recently saw, unfortunately, that Bidvestvitz's history was basically erased. Uh, what does it mean to have one of the OGs back in the top flight? You know, it is very good and the supporters are very happy. It's just that, that you know, history just gets erased just like that. You know, sometimes I just sit and wish... You know, if it was allowed that one person can own more than one club, I'd actually go to that and say, listen, 
like, uh, let's have this club back, you know. Um, you know, they are, so all Solos supporters are very happy, and I believe one of them fainted, but recovered when Solos won the league. <laughs> so that the bets will come back, you know. So, yeah, it's just said when history gets erased. I'm grateful for a person like um, MEC of Education, he has played a huge role into this thing because when Solos was relegated and thrown into the wilderness, he made sure that he spent his last cent making sure that this name stays up there. That's why I always tell people that Panyazal has said his goodbyes that he's no longer in charge of the team, but you can never wish him away because when there was no one taking care of the expenses of solos, when there were costs and all these things up and down, he was there swiping his cards, making sure that the name stays up there. So for that, we are saying thank you. He's the lifetime president of Morocco Solos, and we will always be there for him. So when it comes to the MEC, how do, one, how does how does his involvement work? Is he is he paying out of pocket? Is this just a passion, love of the game type thing, or or, or when did, when did he start getting involved with the team? When uh, Solos was being relegated, when he was still owned by Leon Prince, mm-hmm. um, he was actually called by uh, Leon Prince, and um, because he always loved the club, even though even when it was owned by Leon Prince. And they tell him, listen, you love that. Everyone said, you love this club so much. Take this thing. I can't, I, I don't want anything to do with it anymore. That's when Solos was in the NFD, being relegated to ABC Mazeta. Mm. And then Panyaza ran with that thing from his own pocket until to a, got to a point where he says, I can't do this anymore. He came to me because I've known him for a long time and I've, I'm in business. He said to me, uh, please just carry this thing because I can't just let it die because I've spent a lot of money on this thing. And because I shared his vision, I got into it and then... Uh, here we are today. Yeah, we are the champions. We are back in PSL. Yeah, and and, and uh, you know, before that, it was the purchase of uh, Maccabi FC's uh, rights. But obviously, you got to keep the name and and also keep the club in Dobsonville. Uh, so, what would you say, like a, a message to the fans? Because as you've mentioned, there's a lot of a lot of fans will give up on a team if it gets relegated, and it's an unfortunate reality in South Africa. But what would you say to? Because all of those fans are still in Dobsonville, and I'm sure, like my late grandmother, for example example was a Morocco Swallows fan um, so I'm considering getting a jersey in her honor but what would your message to all of the fans be? You know to all the fans especially the ones that uh, stood with Morocco Swallows um, uh, I remember I keep referring to Morocco Swallows because Morocco Swallows is actually not officially registered in the PSL as a club. Morocco Swallows that FIFA relegated is still playing in the LFA uh, in the lower leagues so if you if you go through the Safa leagues you will see that the Morocco Solos registered there. That's mm. the one that FIFA dealt with. So that one is still there. So I keep referring to, 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 to Morocco Solos because I own the intellectual property. When, the, when there was a court process of Morocco Solos, the liquidation, I bought the intellectual property. Mm. So I can even name the son Morocco Solos because I've got the, international, uh, the intellectual properties. So I just want to thank the faithful Morocco Solos supporters that have been with the club when there was no club to support, but they kept wearing their regalia. I want to say thank you to them. And the new supporters that are coming back and the ones that have been out on loan, we are saying thank you for coming back. Please stay with the team. When the team gets relegated, that's when the team needs you most. You need to support the team so that the team can fight back to, uh, uh, to the top flight. Uh, now, before I let you go, one more thing. Uh, you know, we love Swallows, the confidence that you guys have disp- uh, displayed all year. Um, so early predictions for where Swallows FC finishes in the premiership next season. Top eight. Top eight. MTN yeah, 8 top in eight. 2021. I like the confidence. All right. Thank you. Thank you very, very much uh, for joining me on the big interview. It's been an honor and a pleasure, Mr. David. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support. Thank you.
The big interview is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by myself, your host, Lou Paho. It is edited by our editor, Simon Strella, and graphics are provided by the one and only Nino Segeleni. Only on the SL Podcast, brought to you by Sokola Duma.